Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization that mobilizes the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Donations to the United Way stay 100% locally in our community and get invested in more than 40 community-based programs. These programs help students achieve academic success, families to be self-sufficient and financially stable, and vulnerable households to get their basic and emergency needs met. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit uascc.org or call 716-483-1561. And again, you're listening to Community Matters. A new exhibit recently opened at the National Comedy Center about legendary comedy venue Caroline's on Broadway. We bring you the opening ceremony here. Welcome, welcome everyone to Jamestown, New York. Welcome to the National Comedy Center. Uh, It's so great to have you all here in Jamestown and it's so great to welcome none other than Caroline Hirsch. So let's have a round of applause for our featured guest. (laughs) Caroline and I were talking this morning and decided there is a two drink minimum for this press conference. (laughs) As long as everyone's okay with that. Um, But no, in all seriousness, in celebration of comedy, we are here at the National Comedy Center, and it's the embodiment of the vision of one of comedy's great luminaries and champions, Lucille Ball. And today, here we are honoring another of this art form's greatest champions, Caroline Hirsch. The National Comedy Center, as you know, preserves the stories of comedy's great contributors. Our Department of Archives and Preservation is named in honor of founding advisory board member Carl Reiner and preserves his archives and story along with those of George Carlin, Lucille Ball, Johnny Carson, the material of foundational sketch shows like In Living Color and Saturday Night Live. And in fact, in touring Caroline through the museum today, there was not an exhibit at which she didn't say that was somebody who graced my stage, including several of the uh, sketch performers from In Living Color's exhibit. Uh, We, uh, uh, Caroline Hirsch, this is interesting, actually snuck into a George Carlin show in 1967, and now the story of the 40 years of her club will be celebrated alongside his 40-some-odd years of joke notes, uh, which I just had the distinct honor of touring her through. Caroline knew how to spot talent, and she did it always with a spirit of inclusivity. It was about the work, and it was about the art. She had the remarkable ability to meet the art form as it evolved and continually redefine her standards of excellence. You know, good comedy is cutting edge and balancing on the cutting edge across 40 years time is really no small feat. Comedy is obviously a bold and irreverent art form But the live performance of it, many people don't understand its fragility. Caroline understood the importance of the club's role in the art form. The club is the gym, and she put her energy in that direction accordingly. Investing in and building a renowned environment that was was uniquely award-winning in its architectural design. Most people don't know that The club space was designed by Paul and Barbara Haig of Haig Architects and received critical acclaim when it received the American Institute of Architects National Honor Award for Interiors 
and a United States Institute of Theater Technology Merit Award for Best Club Design. It was also featured on the cover of Interior Design Magazine. And as anyone who studies comedy, performs comedy, loves comedy knows, the environment matters. How Caroline Hirsch somehow was able to funnel the amalgamation of audiences from Midwestern American to international tourist to the most seasoned savvy New Yorker comedy consumer, bring them down from Times Square into an environment that was artist friendly so that what happened in her room was able to be boiled down to the essence of the art form, jokes either landing or not, speaks to Caroline Hirsch's understanding of the art form and its artists. In her room, in her club, Caroline Hirsch provided comics a cross-section of an audience that allowed them to best hone their material for career success. Material born and polished at Caroline's went on to be the stuff of specials and albums seed by millions. And I can say that the most widely known comedy in our cultural consciousness was often born on her stages. So some of the things you're seeing here in the exhibit uh, at the National Comedy Center include, of course, the iconic, my favorite, bar fly stools, which uh, any comic who performed at Caroline's also spent some time there. Uh, the iconic doors, and of course, this famous uh, stage backdrop. And museum goers and visitors to the National Comedy Center will actually get to uh, stand in the presence of the DNA of some of the greatest of all time and take photos as they tour and learn more about the history of this legendary institution. Uh, our investment at the National Comedy Center is preserving comedy's history, its story, and it's an investment in the future because we're here to protect that history and chronicle it. We believe that stories like this one are crucial cultural resources that stand to educate and inspire. And Caroline Hirsch spent 40 years building a business without losing sight of the art itself. She operated her club in pursuit of great art and comedy is better for it. With that, it is now my honor to introduce Caroline Hirsch. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you so much, Tom, Gary. Um, Maliki's not here right now, but I just want to tell you that I took a tour, it's the first time I've been up here, I took a tour of the museum. I am so impressed. I'm so impressed about how they appreciate the art form. It was something that I wanted to do 40 years ago when I when I was just so involved in getting, meeting all the comedians and trying to give them a stage and a platform. So I'm just so happy and thrilled that we are part of this today and part of being here today. And I just want to congratulate you on really making a super, super museum here, really. Oh, really, 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 really super. So thank you for all of that. Um, Andrew and I are really happy to be here today not only to see the wonderful exhibit, but the amazing job that you and your team are doing here and to document and preserve the art form of comedy throughout the center and preserving Caroline's stage here. I am so thankful and humbled by the recognition that Caroline's has received. The video really captured the energy that comedy clubs give to comedians. Comedy clubs bring life to comedy. A joke is only funny if it lands, and for it to land, you need an audience. And there were no better audiences than what we can find in New York. 
I am so proud that for 40 years I was able to bring audiences together at my club to witness comedy in the making, live in the moment where anything can happen and where every performance is unique. I think the most thrilling part of, of my work with the club and the New York Comedy Festival is shining a spotlight on emerging talent. There's nothing more exciting than to come in contact with new talent and watch a comedian take the mic and see if he or she has what it takes to become the next spec thing in comedy. And we've seen that, as you can see, a number of the pictures around the exhibit here. These were all uh, comedians, comedians, and comics that started there, which just starting out their careers and have gone to bigger and better things. The exhibit is beautiful, and I just, I, you know, I just really can't get over how you elevated the art form. And we're grateful to know that Caroline's is now a piece of your history, and it's preserved here. But if these Harlequin walls could talk, <laughs> yes, they could boast about the many stars who came before them. And I am also incredibly proud over the years that this backdrop and mic also set the stage for many charitable organizations to raise valuable funds to support important works by the Ms. Foundation for Women, the Scleroderma Foundation, and Ovarian Cancer Research Fund. That's just to name a few where all of these wonderful convenience helped raise money for very worthy causes. I applaud the National Comedy Center for their fine work in not only creating a magnificent space for the historical presentation of my club and for also setting the stage to learn about places like Caroline's, the comedians that found their rooting in the clubs and hopefully inspire future comics. The National Comedy Center is a great space that brings people from all walks of life together with one thing in common, our need to laugh. This is what comedy does above all else. It lifts spirits and brings people together. So thank you all, thank you Journey for helping us lift our spirits. Tom, Gary, thank you all for really putting all this together and continued success from the National Comedy Center. Thank you. questions from press you may have them both of us Caroline uh, who started all this did you contact them or did they contact you uh, no um, I uh, tracked down Jay Leno and he was with this little agency agency called um, spotlight agency at that time and tracked him down and uh, there opened the gut the the, the, the the gates opened because they also represented Jerry Seinfeld at that time so I was able to make these connections. I'd be on the phone with William Morris and ICM at that time, trying to find out where the comedians were. And I'll tell you a funny story. It was, I was sitting at the club one night and there was an agent from um, APA, which is another small agency. And I said, you know, this Pee Wee Herman, I would really love to get him in the club. And the agent looks at me and he goes, we represent him. So he went back to Pee Wee. Pee Wee started to put a tour together which he, he didn't tour at all, but he said, I'm gonna push show to go to Caroline's, and he tried it out in LA for a little bit, and then came to New York with it. So early on, it was like, I was calling the agents at that time. I mean, we still call agents, so. Terry, were you also asking about how the exhibit came to be? Yeah, that also. Yeah. Yeah. If Journey or Caroline wanted to speak to that. I can start, and then I'll let you finish if you have any additional remarks on it. So. 
it's hard to pinpoint how it started because even when this endeavor of building a shrine to the art form of comedy began more than a decade ago, uh, Caroline Hirsch was in everyone's consciousness as uh, a pivotal force in the art form. So even when we were conceptualizing the museum and making a case for its importance and why it should exist, uh, it was not infrequently that Caroline's name was discussed as one of the figures who, but for a museum like this, there isn't necessarily a place to tell that story. Uh, I also have attended the New York Comedy Festival for years, and so while Car Caroline and Andrew have been running this iconic club for 40 years, night after night after night, they also produce uh, the largest comedy festival in New York City and one of the best in the world, the New York Comedy Festival. And so for the 10 or 11 years while we were designing and raising money to build the National Comedy Center, I would make the pilgrimage to New York every November to check out their shows. I would go to the club, and in fact, uh, because our comedy festival, the Lucille Ball Comedy Festival, is here in Jamestown in August, I would go to the Best of Fest contest held at Caroline's. Uh, what was it called, the Best New Talent? Uh, we had Comics to Watch and New York's Funniest. Yes, New York's Funniest and Comics to Watch. Uh, Caroline's Club is also, um, the club that featured uh, Andy Kaufman Award winners, another great comedic artist that we feature here at the museum. So it's hard to pinpoint where the relationship really starts and ends. Um, but I would say that when we learned uh, in December about the, uh, the club's closure, we immediately, you know, we had met several times at various events, but uh, we got in touch and said, how can we make sure to tell this story? And how can we do it justice? And our team went to New York, met with Caroline and her team, uh, attended those final shows that uh, signature weekend. And then we, uh, it was hard to know where to stop and start in terms of the material from the club because it is such a unique environment. It's award winning for a reason. And uh, it's not a coincidence that there's a Harlequin brick pattern on the exterior of the whole National Comedy Center itself. This pattern and Caroline's club and Caroline's brand have been interwoven into America's comedy consciousness from her work. Thank you. <laughs> Anything else? Other questions? Caroline, do you want to just ask, add to what you thought about when Journey offered you this space? Oh, well, we, we were quite taken back about it. I mean, we were, you know, we had announced we were, you know, closing the location in New York. We were just closing those four walls down, but we we're doing more and more in the comedy space as carrying on with the New York Comedy Festival. And I was totally flattered that they wanted to put this, our stage, this mock Carolines up here. And I was really, really flattered and we look forward to, you know, to making the move. And we did it quickly. <laughs> yes, we did. We have to fast. Yeah, and what those of you tuning into the live stream really can't see. Oh, thank you. Or here, what those of you turning into the tuning into the live stream uh, can't see, but you'll have to come to Jamestown to see or check our uh, B-roll package of the exhibit, is that this is really a four-walled experience that uh, depicts the many great artists and, and really just a selection of the many great artists who found their start at Caroline's. I know I first saw Michael Che as a young stand-up uh, at the stage at Caroline's, and then it was a very short time later he was hosting Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. So. Uh, many, many great nights spent at Caroline's Club, and uh, I'm not alone in that for sure. Yes, 
Michael went from uh, winning New York's Funniest in the Afternoon to going out to the bar and finding an agent and a manager that same day. <laughs> and then he was on Weekend Update. <laughs> And uh, one last kind of uh, snippet from our tour. It was great to tour Caroline uh, and her team through the National Comedy Center's galleries. And like I said, there wasn't an exhibit that didn't have a connection to Caroline's. But one I hadn't realized, I said, oh, we just cut the ribbon a few years ago here with Tommy and Dick's mothers. And she said, they played my club. And that I had not realized. So uh, if that tells you anything about the comedy history uh, interwoven with Caroline's legacy, I think that says it all. So. Uh, thank you all. Gary, is there anything else in terms of closing remarks? No, I just would mention for those on the live stream, we will have a B-roll package we'll be feeding out, feeding out within the hour. Okay, so if you didn't hear that, there will be a B-roll package with photos. Uh, uh, there's still photography, B-roll footage of the exhibit, absent of the podium and lighting equipment uh, that's clean for your stories. And so you can see that being pushed out within the hour at our website. And thank you for tuning in, if you're tuning in from New York or elsewhere. And it's great to now have and bring a taste of that New York comedy culture to the other end of the state, right here in Lucille Ball's hometown of Jamestown, New York. And I want to thank Caroline Hirsch, Andrew Fox, uh, and Christine Nicholas for working with us on this partnership. And now I'm excited to let all of the museum visitors who are outside of this wall uh, into the space for the very first time today. I know there's a lot of excitement building within the museum right now about being the first to see this and do the photo op. So thank you, Caroline. Thank you all. Thank you.